ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد so we now move on to the sixth event from the events of the seerah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Al-Mawdi'u al-Sadis, Qissatu al-Riddah, Ba'da mawtin nabiyyi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Faman sami'aha la yabqa fi qalbihi mithqalu dharrah min shubha. ومن شبهة الشياطين الذين يسمون العلماء وهي قولهم هذا هو الشرك لكن يقولون لا إله إلا الله ومن قالها لا يكفر بشيء This sixth event now is going to talk about the apostasy that happened after the death of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the apostasy that occurred after the death of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam whoever hears this story then no doubt will remain in his heart from the doubts of the shayateen, these devils misguiding the people claiming to be scholars. Yaqulu ulama al-dalal, the misguided scholars they say, ibadatu al-qubur wal-dabh laha wal-nadr laha laysa min al-shirk. They say worshipping the graves and slaughtering for them and vowing for them. This is not from shirk, they say. Madam Annahu Yaqul, as long as a person says La ilaha illallah, they say none of these things harm or affect that person. This is from their misguidance. They say, if you say, La ilaha illallah, you say, La ilaha illallah, then even if you go to the graveyards and you slaughter for them and you worship them, you don't become a kafir. That's what they say. But how can a person possibly do that? How can you claim and say la ilaha illallah that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except Allah and then go and make dua to others besides Allah how can that be? إِذَنْ مَا مَعْنَا لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ what would be the meaning of la ilaha illallah then? if you say that there is no God worthy of worship except Allah but then you go and worship others anyway then la ilaha illallah, what does it mean to you? It clearly shows that you're not practicing what you're saying. The shahada is not just a statement. 
It isn't just that you say La ilaha illallah and that's it. You've got to know the meaning of it. And you've got to practice it. You've got to know the meaning of it and you've got to practice it. بَلْ لَا بُدَّ أَنْ يَكُونَ قَوْلًا مَعَهُ عَمَلٌ Must be statement and it must be action. لِأَنَّ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ كَلِمَ عَظِيمَةٌ لَهَا مَعْنَى وَلَهَا مُقْتَضَى لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ is a great word. And it has great meanings. And it has great factors it necessitates. So what does it necessitate? مُقْتَضَاهَا أَنْ يُخْلِصَ الْمَرْءُ الْعِبَادَةَ لِلَّهِ وَأَنْ يَتْرُكَ الْعِبَادَةَ غَيْرِ اللَّهِ that a person makes his worship sincere for Allah and rejects worship of others besides Allah. فَالَّذِي يَقُولُهَا وَلَمْ يَتْرُكْ عِبَادَةَ غَيْرِ اللَّهِ لَا تَنْفَعْهُ كَلِمَةُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ If a person claims to be saying لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ but he doesn't abandon the worship of others besides Allah then this has not benefited him. The la ilaha illallah has not benefited him. How can he be saying that and yet he is still committing shirk, going to the graveyards, making dua to them and worshipping them? The reason why some of these people bring doubts is because the way of the people of innovation is to select certain evidences only and use those certain evidences only to try to prove their particular point. So the murji'ah these people, they find evidences in the Qur'an and the Sunnah that seem to indicate as long as a person says La ilaha illallah, they are safe in paradise. So they use for example the hadith al-bitaqah, a man who will come on the day of judgment with 99 scrolls of evil deeds and only one scroll with La ilaha illallah on it. And that one scroll with just La ilaha illallah will save him. They say, look, that's all he had. La ilaha illallah. He never had anything else, but that saved him. So as long as you've got La ilaha illallah, you can do whatever else you want, you'll be safe. That's what they say. They use evidences like that out of context to try and prove that they can commit their shirk, but as long as they are saying La ilaha illallah, it's okay. And we know that is false. We know that is falsehood because those narrations that indicate apparently, the narrations that indicate apparently the fact that La ilaha illallah will save you and that is sufficient, they are returned back to the other narrations in context. And when you return them back to the other narrations in context, then it becomes clear that the shahada is not just a statement. Rather, it is to understand it and it is to practice it. So a person who says la ilaha illallah, but then 
doesn't do any obedience and doesn't do any worship, then this person has not practiced this religion in the manner that is desired. La ilaha illallah, you must understand its meaning. And you must practice its meaning. Meaning you must practice tawheed. And you must abandon shirk. Because that is what la ilaha illallah means. So you can't claim to say la ilaha illallah but then go and do shirk. That is incorrect. وَأَعْظَمُ مِنْ ذَلِكَ وَأَكْبَرُ تَصْرِيحُهُمْ بِأَنَّ الْبَوَادِ لَيْسَ مَعَهُمْ مِنَ الْإِسْلَامِ شَعْرَ وَلَكِنْ يَقُولُونَ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَهُمْ بِهَذِي لَفْضَ أَهْلُ إِسْلَامِ They say that the nomads, the nomads who live out in the deserts etc., the misguided ones, they don't have any aspect of Islam with them. They don't pray, they don't fast, they don't know anything about Islam. But as long as they say, La ilaha illallah, they are Muslims. That's what they say. The misguided ones, they say, as long as those people are saying, La ilaha illallah, it's enough. But this isn't enough. La ilaha illallah by itself isn't enough. You need to be practicing Islam to make it enough. As for a person who says la ilaha illallah but then commits kufr, then that person is not saved just because he says la ilaha illallah. An example is at the time of Ali ibn Abi Talib radiallahu anhu, there was some Shia. And they started saying that Ali is God. Well, Ali has some parts of God in him. Some aspects of uluhiyah in him. So when Ali ibn Abi Talib radiallahu anhu found out, he killed them all. Because they were apostates for saying that. Even though they used to say, La ilaha illallah, they used to claim to be upon Islam, They were killed as apostates when they began to say that Ali ibn Abi Talib has some aspect of Allah in him. So you can't just say la ilaha illallah and then commit kufr and shirk and say it's okay I say la ilaha illallah. This testimony has meaning to it and it has practice to it. يَقُولُونَ هَذَا وَهُمْ مُعْتَرِفُونَ أَنَّهُمَا مَعَهُمْ مِنَ الْإِسْلَامِ شَعْرًا لَا يَصَلُّونَ لَا يَصُومُونَ لَا يَعْمَلُونَ شَيْءًا مِنَ الْعَمَالِ صَالِحًا فقد هم يقولون لا إله إلا الله يا سبحان الله لا إله إلا الله ليست مجرد كلمة لو كان هذا هو الإسلام صار كل الناس مسلمين So just saying لا إله إلا الله that isn't what Islam is about Islam isn't about a person just saying لا إله إلا الله It is about knowing the meaning of it and it is about practicing it So what is the meaning of it? It is that you will worship Allah alone and you will abandon all of the shirk and everything that is worshipped besides Allah. وَحَرَّمَ الْإِسْلَامُ مَا لَهُمْ وَدَمَهُمْ مَعَ إِقْرَارِهِمْ بِأَنَّهُمْ تَرَكُوا الْإِسْلَامَ كُلَّهُ وَمَعَ عِلْمِهِمْ بِإِنْكَارِهِمْ الْبَعْثِ وَاسْتِهْزَائِهِمْ بِمَنْ أَقَرَّ بِهِ So these scholars of misguidance, they say that those Bedouins, their Islam now protects them. They are protected, their blood is protected, their wealth is protected. Even though those people, they reject the resurrection. 
How can they be Muslim if they reject the day of judgment and they reject the resurrection? They say no, as long as they say La ilaha illallah, they are Muslim even if they reject the day of judgment. And that is nonsense. That is completely contradictory. A person needs to believe in the day of judgment and the resurrection. That is one of the pillars of Iman. You cannot reject that and say, but I say La ilaha illallah, so it's okay. This is wrong again. And those people, they used to mock the religion. وَاسْتِهْزَاؤُهُمْ وَتَفْضِيلُهُمْ دِينَ آبَائِهِمْ الْمُخَالِفِ لِدِينِ النَّبِيِ They used to mock the religion and they used to prefer the religion of their forefathers. وَمَعَ هَذَا كُلِّهِ يُسَرِّحُ هَأُولَئِ الشَّيَاطِينَ الْمَرَدَةِ الْجَهَلَةِ أَنَّ الْبَدُ أَسْلَمُوا وَلَوْ جَرَى مِنْهُمْ ذَلِكَ كُلَّهِ They say... That even though these Bedouins prefer the religion of shirk and prefer the religion of their forefathers, these rebellious shayateen, that they say those Bedouins are still Muslim. Those Bedouins prefer the religion of shirk, the religion of their forefathers. They reject the resurrection. Yet these misguided ones come along and say, but they do say la ilaha illallah, so they must be Muslim. It isn't just about saying la ilaha illallah. A person needs to practice that. وَالَّذِي يُبَيِّنُ ذَلِكَ مِنْ قِصَّةِ الرِّدَّةِ And something which is clarified from the story of apostasy. Because after the death of the Prophet wasallam, there were certain people who apostated. Meaning they left Islam. Certain people, they left Islam. وَالَّذِي يُبَيِّنُ ذَلِكَ مِنْ قِصَّةِ الرِّدَّةِ أَنَّ الْمُرْتَدِّينِ افْتَرَقُوا فِي رِدَّتِهِمْ The people who apostated after the death of the Prophet ﷺ, they were different types. They apostated in different ways. فَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ كَذَّبَ النَّبِيِّ صلى الله عليه وسلم. There were some of them who belied the Prophet ﷺ. Some of them who said that the Prophet ﷺ, he was lying, he wasn't truthful. وَرَجَعُوا إِلَى عِبَادَةِ الْأَوْثَانِ And they returned back to worshipping the idols. وَقَالُوا لَوْ كَانَ نَبِيًّا مَا مَاتِ Some of them said, if he was truly a prophet, then he wouldn't have died. They said if he was truly a prophet, he wouldn't have died. الْمُرْتَدُّونَ لَا شَكَّ فِي كُفْرِهِمْ and these apostates, there is no doubt about their apostasy. وَلَمْ يَحْصُلْ عِنْدَ الصَّحَابَةِ خِلَافٍ فِي كُفْرِهِمْ And the Sahaba did not have any doubt about the kufr of these people. So one category of these apostates, one category of these apostates, they were the ones who say, لَوْ كَانَ نَبِيًّا مَا مَاتْ If he was really a prophet, he wouldn't have died. وَكَوْنُهُ مَاتْ هَذَا دَلِيلٌ عَلَىٰ أَنَّهُ غَيْرِ نَبِيٌّ And the fact that he died, this is a proof that he was not a prophet. فَرْتَدُّوا عَنِ الْإِسْلَامِ So some of them, they left Islam. When the Prophet ﷺ died, some of them started to say, if he was really a prophet, he would never have died. He would have lived forever. He's died, so he couldn't have been a prophet, they said. So they left Islam. 
And that is obviously wrong. Because the Prophet ﷺ was human like us and he died. And then there was another category of people. Another category of people who apostated. After the death of the Prophet ﷺ, there were others who remained upon the shahada. They remained believing or saying the shahada. But they also began to believe that there's another Prophet after Muhammad ﷺ. A man by the name of Musaylama. They began to say that Musaylama is a Prophet too. So these people, they are not Muslims. And their shahada doesn't benefit them. If they say that there is another Prophet after Muhammad then even if they say the shahada, it does not benefit them. قَالْ إِنَّ مُسَيْلَمَ نَبِيٌّ فَهَاؤُلَاءِ لَا تَنْفَعُهُمْ شَهَادَةُ أَنْ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَأَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ إِذَا أَقَرُّوا بِنُبُوَّةِ مُسَيْلَمَةِ الْكَذَّابِ فَلَيْسُوا مُسْلِمِينَ وَهَذَا بِالْإِجْمَاعِ لَأَنَّهُمْ جَحَدُوا خَتْمَ النُّبُوَّةِ بِمُحَمَّدٍ so when they started to claim that there is another prophet after Muhammad this made them kafir. Because they are rejecting now, they are rejecting the fact that Muhammad is the final prophet. We know that Muhammad is the final prophet and there is no other prophet after him. So when they began to say, but Musaylama is another prophet after him, this is rejection of the Quran, rejection of the Sunnah. In the Quran, Allah says, وَلَكِنْ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ وَخَاتَمَ النَّبِيِّينَ خَاتَمَ النَّبِيِّينَ The Prophet ﷺ is the seal of the prophets. He is the seal of the prophets. There are no other prophets or messengers after him. So Musaylama, this individual, was a liar. They thought that the Prophet had given him some prophethood. They thought that the Prophet had given him some prophethood because that is what he claimed. He claimed that the Prophet has given him some of the prophethood. So he is a prophet as well. That's what he claimed. Musaylama, this liar, got people to come and testify for him. He got people to come and testify for him. To testify that the, that the Prophet gave him some prophethood as well. So they came and they lied and they pretended that they heard the testimony from the Prophet ﷺ that Musaylama is a prophet too. They began to give this false testimony. So many people, they believed them. Many people ended up believing this Musaylama and believing his witnesses who were liars, just pretending and lying for him, saying that the Prophet ﷺ said to us that he's a prophet as well. So everybody started believing it, or many people started believing it. 
ومع هذا أجمع العلماء أنهم مرتدون ولو جهلوا ذلك وما شك في ردتهم فهو كافر The scholars are agreed upon their apostasy They are agreed upon the apostasy of those who claim that there was another prophet after Muhammad And if you doubt their apostasy then that person is a kafir himself too فَإِذَا عَرَفْتَ أَنَّ الْعُلَمَ أَجْمَعُوا أَنَّ الَّذِينَ كَذَبُوا وَرَجَعُوا إِلَى عِبَادَةِ الْأَوْثَانِ وَشَتَمُوا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم هُمْ وَمَنْ أَقَرَّ بِنُبُوَّةِ مُسَيْلَمَ فِي حَالْ وَاحِدَةِ وَلَوْ ثَبَتَ عَلَى الْإِسْلَامِ كُلِّهِ So if you know, you know that the scholars have agreed They say anybody who belied the Prophet Anybody who said that the Prophet ﷺ is a liar and he wasn't truthful and they returned back to worshipping their idols and they abused the Messenger of Allah ﷺ, and they affirmed the prophethood of Musaylamah then all of them are the same they are all apostates outside of Islam even if they remained upon all of the remainder of Islam وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ Musaylama wasn't the only person. After the Prophet died, there were other people claiming to be prophets too. Another one who claimed to be a prophet after the Prophet died was somebody called Tulayha. Tulayha. He was somebody who claimed to have prophethood as well. And there were some people who believed him. Some people they believed him that he's a prophet as well. But the companions they fought against him. They fought against him. And in the end this person Tulayha actually returned back to Islam. And he actually became a Muslim in the end. And he died in the battles against the Persians. Then there was another person too, Al-Aswad Al-Anasi in Yemen. There was a person, Al-Aswad Al-Anasi in Yemen. He also claimed to have prophethood. And he was eventually killed by Abdullah ibn Fayrouz at Daylami towards the end of the life of the Prophet And as for Musaylama, the companions they fought against him in the battle of Yamama under the leadership of Khalid ibn Walid and they killed him they killed Musaylama so these apostates are different categories and whoever believes any one of them then he is a disbeliever even if the person he testifies that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except Allah. Even if the person testifies that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except Allah. If that person, if that person believes in the prophethood of others after the Prophet ﷺ, then this is kufr. Or if that person belies the Prophet ﷺ, then that is kufr. 
Even if he says La ilaha illallah, because just saying La ilaha illallah will not benefit him then. If he believes in other prophets after the Prophet or he claims that the Prophet was lying in his messengership. And the last one, the last person who also claimed prophethood, or one of those people at that time, وَآخِرُهُمْ الْفُجَاءَ السُّلَمِي لَمَّا وَفَدَ عَلَى أَبِي بَكَرَ وَذَكَرَ لَهُ أَنَّهُ يُرِيدُ قِتَالَ الْمُرْتَدِّينَ طَلَبَ مِنْ أَبِي بَكَرَ يَمُدَّهُ فَعَطَاهُ صَلَاحًا وَرَوَاحًا فَاسْتَعْرَضَ السُّلَمِي الْمُسْلِمْ وَالْكَافِرْ يَأْخُذُ أَمْوَالَهُمْ فَجَهَّزَ أَبُو بَكَرَ جَيْشًا لِقِتَالِهِ فَلَمَّا أَحَسَّ بِالْجَيْشِ قَالَ لِأَمِيرِهِمْ أَنْتَ أَمِيرُ أَبِي بَكَرَ وَأَنَا أَمِيرُهُ فَلَمْ أَكْفُرْ فَقَالَ إِنْ كُنْتَ صَادِقًا فَأَلْقِ السَّلَاحَ فَأَلْقَاهُ فَبَعَثَ بِهِ إِلَى أَبِي بَكَرَ فَأَمَرَ بِتَحْرِيقِهِ بِالنَّارِ وَهُوَ حَيٌّ فَإِذَا كَانَ هَذَا حُكْمُ الصَّحَابَةِ فِي هَذَا الرَّجُلِ مَعَ إِقْرَارِهِ بِأَرْكَانِ الْإِسْلَامِ الْخَمْسَةِ فَمَا ظَنُّكَ بِمَنْ لَمْ يُقِرْ مِنْ الْإِسْلَامِ بِكَلِمَةٍ وَاحِدَةٍ إِلَّا أَنْ يَقُولَ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ بِلِسَانِهِ مَعَ تَصْرِيحِهِ بِتَكْذِيبِ مَعْنَاهُ وتصريحه بالبراءة من دين محمد ومن كتاب الله تعالى. The Sheikh says he gives an example of another individual and then he mentions the point of admonition here that a person might claim and might actually acknowledge all of the pillars of Islam. A person may believe and acknowledge all of the pillars of Islam. He may believe and acknowledge all of the pillars of Islam. But if he commits some kufr in whatever regard that may be by belying the Prophet ﷺ, denying the messengership or declaring his innocence from the religion of Muhammad ﷺ, or from the book of Allah, then even if the person claims the five pillars of Islam and believes in them, even if he says the la ilaha illallah, if he commits kufr of this nature, then the shahada does not benefit him. يقولون هذا دين الحضر وديننا دين أبائنا ثم يفتون هؤلاء المردة الجهال أن هؤلاء مسلمون ولا صرحوا بذلك كله إذا قالوا لا إله إلا الله سبحانك هذا بهتان عظيم. So the Sheikh says the same point again. The basic point being, just because you say لا إله إلا الله doesn't mean you are guaranteed now. If you say لا إله إلا الله but then still go and commit shirk. Then la ilaha illallah does not benefit you. Shirk destroys all of your actions. So the shahada isn't just about saying it. The shahada is about saying it and knowing the meaning of it. And acting upon it. So you cannot just say as long as a person says la ilaha illallah he's Muslim doesn't matter what he does. Doesn't matter if he goes to the graveyards and commits shirk, he's still Muslim. That's not right. If a Muslim is going out and committing shirk, 
and therefore rejecting his testimony of faith, then that is kufr upon him. Just because you say la ilaha illallah doesn't mean you can never fall into kufr. That is what these misguided ones are trying to say. They say as long as a person says la ilaha illallah, then it doesn't matter even if he commits shirk, he is still in the fold of Islam. That isn't correct. When you say la ilaha illallah, then you need to practice it and implement it. But a person who doesn't practice it and doesn't implement it, and goes and commits kufr and shirk, then your testimony la ilaha illallah doesn't benefit you. A person says la ilaha illallah, but then goes and makes dua to the dead people in the graves. The dead people cannot even hear you. How can they answer your dua? Why are you making dua to them? Make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that is what the Shaykh wants to highlight from the sixth event. From these six events from the life of the Prophet And it is the story about the apostasy which occurred after the death of the Prophet there were certain people who began to say, if he was really a prophet, he wouldn't have died. So they apostated. Others began to say that they deny the messengership, that he was lying in his messengership and they apostated. So there were different types of apostates. Some of them, they were still saying, La ilaha illallah. But they began to believe that there are other prophets after the Prophet they began to believe Musaylama and Tulayha and Al-Anasi that all of these are prophets too. Up until now you have those people who believe Ahmed Qadiani, the Qadianis who believe that there is another prophet now. Kuffar! This is Kufar to believe that there is another prophet after the Prophet Muhammad Kufar to believe that he is Khatamun Nabiyyin, the final messenger. So this is to highlight to you just because somebody says la ilaha illallah doesn't mean that's it they're safe and they can do any shirk and kufr they want if they commit shirk and kufr even if they are saying la ilaha illallah then their actions are destroyed they're upon kufr and shirk just like these people they were saying la ilaha illallah claiming to be upon islam but then they began to believe that there are prophets after the prophet muhammad so as a consequence they were kuffar even if they were saying la ilaha illallah so this indicates the importance of saying La ilaha illallah but also understanding its meaning and also practicing what is required of it in terms of tawheed and staying away from shirk. That brings us to the conclusion of the six events from the life of the Prophet wasallam. If there are any questions on that so far, then inshallah we can try and take those now.